Hello, everybody, and welcome to Art Drama Llama, where we look beyond the galleries and dish on the art world's gossip, rivalries, and eccentricities. My name is Martika. I'm Sandra. And I'm Manchi. And today we're going to look beyond. Not my favorite, but an art piece that impacted me the screen. Spicy. Yeah, Ooh. I'm breaking the mold. Oh, favorite yeah. things, or the yeah. pattern. Yeah. Wait, should I scream? Back. <gasps> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that, that helped us set up the mood. Yeah, there we go. Um, fun fact for our listeners, the three of us actually reenacted this painting back in high school, but senior year of high school. Yeah, I think it was one of it. our first reenactments. Or, yeah. Yeah. I feel like it was one of our middle ones. Like at that point, people like expected it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what was you know, the first one? I don't. The first, ground okay. list, right? Was it the Maybe. ground list, or was it that like uh, Liberty leading leading the? Yeah, that's made everybody like lay on the fucking ground. Oh. <laughs> 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 they were about it though. So. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Like everyone went along with. Uh, every time we ask them to participate there were only two boys in there so that was why (laughs) that's true wait i told you well who are the two guys it was you know we'll talk about this later because i don't want to dox them okay yeah um i mean i always wonder like secretly what they were thinking about us like did they just think we were insane but just went along with it anyway (laughs) which i guess is true (laughs) we are insane they were quiet, but one of them always, like, smiled. That's true. So I feel like he appreciated the chaos. You know, yeah. it's like that meme that, like, introverts make. It's like, I'm, like, curious which one. You and they're like, thank you. Mm. Which one you were talking about. Huh? Because I feel like it's not the one I'm thinking of. Uh, the one whose name started with a Y. Oh, what? okay. What? Okay. I yeah, I can't remember his first name, but I remember. I'll put, his I'll face. put it in the group chat. <laughs> okay, guys. Yeah, I he definitely go, he no, definitely no. went along with um our thing because I think he's in a couple of the pictures, but then the other one just didn't care. Just a, like the other one, I had been closer friends with kind of back in like seventh grade, but he got a lot more quiet after that. Guys, I can't even remember these people. <laughs> and then she, like, you, from what I know, you don't drink. You don't do uh, certain drugs. <laughs> or any drugs. alter your brain. <laughs> I don't understand how you can't remember these things. I, they were just, I guess, not impactful. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. Well, Manchi, you, you, you also don't remember half the stuff that Manchi happened life. with us. yeah that's true i don't remember like anything i mean i feel like i have very selective memory i feel like tika has like very complete memory of things that happen in high school but i just have like selective memory like there's just some certain things that have stayed with me for a while but like by and large i think i have forgotten everything (laughs) probably a good yeah i don't have to live with the high school embarrassment it's too late. All my memories are already embarrassing memories. 
Yeah, I mean, now once we talk, hopefully you remember. Dude, I didn't even remember there were any guys in our class. I just truly only remember the fact that we sat with, like, a group of girls on the right side of the classroom. Yeah, I mean, girls club. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, that is deviating from our... Okay, yes, thank you okay, for bringing us back. <laughs> yes, that you're screen welcome. rejuvenated me. All right. So, as mentioned before, I'm going to talk about the screen. And it's pretty famous and has been declared, or I guess claimed, as one of the most parodied pieces of work. Um, I was all right with this painting until we did research for it in high school. And the reason why this artist even made this piece pissed me off because I was like so I see this thing everywhere and thought it had some cool lore behind it but no it was just some guy like having a moment (laughs) I think that's why I had such a strong reaction to it in like high school because I was like I and I could I swear I have this memory of being in like elementary school and hearing about this painting and thinking like there was some scary lore behind it yeah so when I like learned about it, I was like, what is this? I thought it was like haunted or something. I don't know. It just pissed me off. Wait, I feel like there kind of is. But I mean, I'll talk about it after you go through what you research. Because one of our art history teachers in high school talked about this painting in great detail. So. Okay. Glad your, your memory worked, Martita. <laughs> hey, don't target <laughs> me. It's my episode. I do what I want. But now that I'm older and have lived more life, looking back at it no longer angers me. I now (laughs) find the humor in this painting. Okay? It was come full circle? Yes. I have accepted. It's like that meme of that guy that's holding a fist to, like, a manta ray. (laughs) And it's all like, I have grown now and and less ignorant. I have forgiven you. He's like oh petting God. a manta ray and another. Because in the first one, he's like, fuck you for killing that one wildlife guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to find it. You should post it along with our um, our usual Insta post, Ratika. But I'll photoshop, I'll photoshop like the scream on the manta ray or something. <laughs> okay. <That'd be laughs> anyway. Cool. We too partake uh, in popular culture. Yes, we're with it, guys. So yeah. for those of you that don't know this painting, I'm going to give you a little brief on it. So this painting is called The Scream by Norwegian artist Edvard Munch. And it's seen as much, and it's seen as part of his semi-autobiographical cycle, The Frenzy of Life. So this painting was Munch's way to visually represent an experience called synthesia. Synesthesia? synesthesia creating two scenes at the same time like being able to taste the color or smell a musical note also as a brief descriptor this is how the painting looks a figure walking along a wharf boats are are at the sea in the distance an androgynous emaciated twisted stick figure with skull-like head elongated hands wide eyes blurring nostrils and a void mouth screaming then at the background, there are two faceless, upright figures uh, that belong to like the magic precision of the bridge, 
while lines of foreground uh, foregrounds figures body hands and head take up the same curving shapes that dominate the background anyways he was inspired to make this art piece because of a feeling of melancholy and anxiety he experienced when walking with friends on a bridge that he never that that he never i'm sorry that he later wrote about in his diary which is written as follows january 22 1892. Wouldn't it have been cool if we recorded this and released it in January 22? Oh, yeah. Oh, we're not in January 22 anymore. Oh. How about we, like, wait a year and, like, do a whole <laughs> on the screen on that day? Anyway. Yeah, repost. So, January 22, 1892. Um, I was walking along the road with two friends. The sun went down. I felt a gust of melancholy. Suddenly, the sky turned a bloody red. I stopped, leaned against the railing, tried, oh, leaned against the railing, tired to death as the flaming skies hung like blood and soared over the blue-black foyer in the city. My friends went on. I stood there trembling with anxiety, and I felt a vast, infinite scream tear through nature. What do y'all think of that? That is really dramatic. Vertica? I expect nothing less from an artist. Sorry. <laughs> For a moment, I thought you were going to say I'm Norwegian. I was like, okay, are they known to be dramatic? <laughs> Wait, weren't you like in that area of the world for a minute? Oh, I mean, I was in Sweden for like a weekend. Um, and I don't think they're very dramatic people. But that was a very dramatic quote. And I expect nothing less from an artist with true passion who can make the scream. I mean it does sound very dramatic um I was I was thinking of like kind of the way he described it that made me think of the aurora borealis which I know is not the same like nothing like what he's describing but I was like oh it's it's that area of the world maybe that's what also like I don't know never mind I'm just saying stuff now it's triggering him the aurora borealis is dictating how his uh, mood is I mean maybe but I mean I think they're very beautiful yeah one day but yeah no I mean it's kind of like the idea of like oh like I feel like you could reasonably believe that if you also were into um well it's like similar like the what is it horoscopes the Oreo Borealis is out, so I feel this way. The I like in. instead of saying Mercury is in retrograde, you go and say this whole other astrological thing. Yeah, I, I mean, have it's... never heard anybody say the Borealis is out. <laughs> I've always heard people say Mercury is in retrograde. So if I'm blah blah blah, you know why. I'm just saying it's not wholly unbelievable if you apply the horoscope mindset to it, you know? Okay, I'm getting crickets, yeah. but... <laughs> I, I see it. I see what I'm saying. That's all that matters. All right. Wait, what is your sign? When were you born? Oh, I'm a Virgo. I think you're, you're a Virgo too, right? No, ma'am. What? No, we're both Capricorns. Yeah. Oh. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, what? Oh, our yeah, we're Catherine. No, you and Elizabeth. 
Yeah, but it was like the one time we went to the bookstore. That's why I got confused because it was another person who was there with us who was a Virgo. I feel like we just I thought they were friends. <laughs> what? I think there's something else. I don't think they're a Virgo. I'm pretty sure because it was like two of two, two of each. Okay. No. Well, oh wait, wait, wait. Birthday well, is for the February. Chinese zodiac, you're a tiger. So how does it feel of it being your new year? I oh. heard that you're actually supposed to have bad luck in your year. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, I was gonna. T- I was gonna say that. Um, you're supposed to like wear red all year like something red all year so it keeps you from um keeps you keeps your bad luck away Interesting. yeah but uh i i i haven't done that <laughs> so i guess Dang, I'm does that mean i won't get a job this year you guys <laughs> oh yeah you'll oh here. you gotta wear red tika i'll make y'all a keychain that's red oh okay about that just hook it onto my earring <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'll make okay. I'll make Martika earrings and I'll make Manchia keychain. Yeah, yeah. I've got keys with me all the time. There you go. <clears throat> okay, back to Mister Munch. <laughs> so the figure of a scream of the this person, this androgynous figure screaming, is associated with the feeling of the cry of nature, a sound that is sensed literally internally rather than heard with the ears. Does that make sense to y'all? Hello? Yes. Okay. I thought my thing cut off. Oh no you're good. Um like the figure just... may mean like this like this just this cry that's a sound that is internal. I guess kind of like when you're buzzing inside. Mm. But, like, you know, you're not really buzzing outside, but you just, like, feel, like, this like, vibra- vibration or something within you. I don't think I've ever felt that. Okay. You've never been that angry. I I think, so I actually understand, like, when people are, like, I see red, because I feel like that is more of what I feel. I see red? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My head goes very yeah, You would want to see red. You, you wouldn't or would? Would. Like, unless you're colorblind. If you oh. can't see red. <laughs> uh, that felt like such a dad joke, Sandra. <laughs> I'm being serious. I was like, what do you mean when people say I see red? Aren't you supposed to see colors? Yeah, but it's just like, it means like everything is tinted. Oh, okay. You mean yeah. the phrase. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah no. Okay. I was like, what are you talking about? Don't you want to see red? Oh, man. I can't believe you're being legit, but that was such a dad joke. <laughs> okay. I'm just the dad, guys. <laughs> obviously yeah i'm ready to be a dad jk universe don't listen to me (laughs) okay vartika any thoughts i mean not really (laughs) since since my aurora borealis comment (laughs) not really (laughs) okay aren't you yeah, aren't you like the one who has hidden range all the time? Me? I mean, no, Tika. Oh, yeah. Aren't you always telling us I'm actually a very angry person, guys? <laughs> I mean, like I guess. Me, I'm angry. <laughs> what do you mean you guess? Maybe she hasn't been feeling the rage lately. 
Uh, no comment. Okay, well, we'll continue with Munch. We're not getting anything out of her. <gasps> TJ must have visited her. Mm, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, so with that visit, all her rage left. You know what's up. Anyway. Okay, Munch, actually, Munch, Munch actually created four versions, two in paint and two in pastels. And the first painted version has the inscription, which is, is like the one we're all known to see. Like the, the famous one is this first one that, that was painted. Uh, has the inscription, could only have been painted by a madman. Now, this inscription causes a lot of controversy because some people say he wrote it. And some people say, like, a disgruntled critic wrote it. But if you go with the train of thought that he wrote it, the theory goes that he, like, like put the inscription himself after critical comments made, were made when the painting was first exhibited in Norway in October 1895. And these, uh, like, comments were along the lines of people being disturbed by it and asking if he was mentally okay, which deeply hurt him because he was kind of, because his family has a, had a history or just like mental illness is really prevalent in it. So he was pretty sensitive to those types of comments. That aside, the way the figure is screaming, like the way it looks, was inspired by a Peruvian mummy that was shown in Paris in Fendicicle. Um, but the painting itself inspired the look of a mask of the villain in the Scream movies and also uh, the silence, which are some characters from Doctor Who. Movies and TV aside, other groups and services have adopted the screaming image, like a patient research group for uh, trigeminal neurologia, which has been described as the most painful condition in existence, or the emoji uh, face screaming in fear face also inspired by the painting the screen. And the US Department of, Emer of Energy made a simplified version of it that is used as a non-language specific symbol of danger in order to warn future human civilizations of the presence of radioactive waste. I'm kind of like, why'd you go with that when you know there's the radioactive sign, but okay. <laughs> and Last that's like very presumptuous to think that future humans or aliens who come on the planet will understand human emotion yeah or human art right? yeah exactly lastly there have also been a lot of theft attempts for this painting so the most famous of these attempts were in 1994 and 2004 and i think it's kind of funny they were 10 years apart you know somebody just needed to get 10 years of experience before they tried it again they like really studied all the stuff at the time so like it would yeah. be different yeah 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 or it's an anniversary thing you know <laughs> you know First what anniversary yeah. steal it 10th anniversary steal it again <laughs> just try to come back from the mistake yeah well that was that on the screen i didn't go super in detail about the thefts because I feel like we should focus a season on art thefts. Yeah. No, so you sure. know possible Easter egg to our listeners. Yeah. Stay stick around. We'll talk exactly. more about it. Wait, so why did you hate it when you first looked into it? And what you what not, has not like listen to me? I explained myself at the beginning of the script. Oh. See guys, 
clearly my script didn't make an impact on Mansion. She's like, um, forgotten. <laughs> I'm kidding. Short term memory loss, you know. Well, I don't know. I think it's because, like, during that time, we were learning about these, like, paintings, right? That even if they didn't have, like, a specific meaning, like, who, like the artist didn't go, like, yes, I want this to represent this or, like, this injustice I see in my current society or, oh, I want to depict this historical moment or, oh, I want to depict this, like, super impactful, like, folklore or biblical story. It was just this man who this, had this, like, moment. <laughs> and it became this, like, super famous painting. And I was like, what the hell? Like, I'm learning about these, like, paintings that, like, you know, had some story behind it or, like, did something for its, like, specific movement, movement that it belonged to. Yeah, like, Goya was painting political statements, right? Yeah, and he, like, went insane. And then there's just this man who had, like, a moment of, like, possible insanity. He's like, oh, <laughs> let me just fucking paint it. <laughs> he becomes famous. But, like, like I said, I'm older now and, like, I've lived life more. I'm like, you know, not everything has to have a meaning. It could just be an expression. And I feel like this is what this is. Yeah. And I'm, so now that I look at it, like I said, I find a humor. I'm like, that's so fucking funny that he just had an existent, like a really deep existential crisis. <laughs> and he's like, I just, I have to fucking draw it. And I'm yeah. like, okay, fair. I have had those urges now. I understand you now. Yeah. And that's... I just think it's so funny. And also like, like revisiting this and doing a little bit more research for it, for this episode. I kind of feel bad because I'm all like, I feel like he was kind of proud of this or, you know, just was okay with his work. It's just to people to come and be like, oh, that's ugly, like as a first reaction. Mm. And then people like genuinely asking about his like mental health. I was like, oh, you must have been, in- I was- I- it just, I don't know. It like reminded me that this- these were like conservative times he was actually kind of going, I feel like, against the grain of, like, visually of what painting and stuff were to look like. Yeah. Um, granted, I didn't do that much research, so he could be a horrible man. But, um, no, I just felt for him. And I'm like, obviously, if you think that today, I'm sure, like, the internet would have loved it. They would have been, like, same dude. <laughs> I mean, um, that is why it's still so popular, right? Because Yeah, just like, and now like people, candy. like, appreciate it. Yeah. In part, because it just has always been around our, like, life. Yeah. And two, because I guess people find it funny and, like, you know, like, replicate it and put, like, yeah. other other stuff in it <laughs> to, like, make it's it It's memeable. Yeah. yeah, like, it's memeable. But at the same time, it does have this still like this um, element of shock. Because when I first mm-hmm. saw it as a little kid, it kind of scared me. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, it's still kind of like it invokes some type of like strong negative feeling on people. Because, I mean, it did yeah. inspire the mask of like the horror series, to the, mm-hmm. like, the screen movies. And these like characters from Doctor Who, which I looked up and I'm like, wow, these are kind of disturbing. Yeah, the silence is very creepy. Yeah. A lot of Doctor Who actually freaks me out, so. Yeah, see? So, are you a Doctor Who fan, Manchi? 
Well, I try to watch it, and then, like, sometimes I, I'm just a scary cat, guys. Like, I, like, they'll, when, yeah, they'll do stuff. There's, like, quite a bit of jump scares, I think, in, in the Doctor Who series. Um, really? I thought it was, like, this, like, family-friendly sci-fi series. It is family-friendly and sci-fi, but it's just, like, has a tinge of horror in it sometimes, um, and it just freaks me out a lot. Mm. Yeah. They, like, had a whole, like, episode early on that was basically this like there's this kid wearing um a gas mask like the 1940s like world war ii gas mask and he just like, goes around and goes like are you my mummy and he just like randomly appears and that is the freakiest shit ever yeah because he's like a dead british child ghost yeah i know and then i stopped watching it because it really <laughs> you're cool. like, like that was the line guys yeah they that was it. it yeah 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 i mean i think i think the scream is iconic because it really does evoke a feeling and that's that's part of art right it's just to be a way to self-express um one of our high school art history teachers she talked about she emphasized Cinde Sekal, which is whenever like the century is ending so this was made at the late 1800s right Mm. so the century was about to end so everyone usually gets into this like state of panic like oh no the world's gonna end and this happened whenever the 1900s was also ending and they called it y2k then but our our history teacher talked about that and like that's why she mentioned that that was like one of the reasons why he painted this yeah because everyone was so scared that like the world would end or something yeah so yeah, I remember it was, we like had a whole section where it was like all these paintings that were very like basically the same, like moments of panic. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, great episode, Sandra. Thank you. Had fun talking about the scream. Ah. <laughs> okay. Well, like I said, revisiting this, I was like, why is this pissing me off so much? <laughs> like I remember why but I was like why did this like cause a reaction from me I mean that's the whole purpose right even if it's like a negative reaction towards the painting I I'm was sure, looking you know. to like feel that anger again but when I looked at it and like read stuff for it I was like my flame is just not there anymore yeah you just monk is just so relatable to you now yeah well yeah unless I do my research and find out who's a weird man yeah, like, but people are complicated, you know? Okay, there's complication and there's, like, horrible <laughs> human beings. Yeah. As we found out with some of these artists. Yeah. I feel like the only artist I'm like, okay, this is weird of you, but, you know, comp- like, people are complicated was, like, Annie Warhol. Mm. Yeah. So true. far. Yeah. So far. Yeah. I'm like, all right, all right Mr. Andy. You're a complex individual with a complex psyche. <laughs> but if I, but we're on thin, on thin ice. <laughs> okay, that, that's it. That's my two cents. <laughs> yeah, well, on that note, I feel like you got some closure. So for our audience members, if you guys have any stories you would like for us to cover, so you can talk about your journey and find your closure, 
You can email us at artdramalama at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Patreon, all at artdramalama. And lastly, thank you for joining us, and we hope we can continue looking beyond the galleries with y'all next time. Bye, llamas! Ah! <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thank you.